There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Put Me In Coach podcast um, for our post-Super Bowl recap. Football season is over. On to other things such as basketballs and the hockey. Is it, is it over, though? Is it over? Is it? Ooh. Nope. The NFL season is over. That's nope. fair. The XFL season is only just beginning. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Bobby Blanco, Tom Itali, Ian Foster, and Greg Porter with you. That is the foursome. Uh. We are... Um, going to be recapping the Super Bowl that was this past weekend. All things too, not yeah. just the game. Commercials, favorite foods, favorite games. Yep. Uh, prop prop bets. Anyone hit any cool prop bets? Squares. I won squares for the first time. That was fun. I won two two yep. squares every fucking year. Shout out to Daniela. No, <laughs> only the past two years. Every, I feel like every year I feel you like won, a, no, you won I, at least a quarter. No, I never fucking win, and I always put in the most money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> every goddamn time. There was one year I put in, I think I had 10 or 12 squares. And the that girl that, yeah. who had one square won the quarter that I was about to win because somebody missed the field, the extra point. Yep. Clanked <laughs> it on the fucking and upright. Then, and then and also was, she won double because... She um, did because nobody won the first quarter before that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... I never win, and then all of a sudden, two years in a row. That happened, nice. It's uh, when I'm not there or paying attention, good things happen. Yeah, correct. Um, we had a Super Bowl party here at my house. It was fun. Thanks, you, thanks to everyone that came. Thanks for hosting. Got some housewarming mm-hmm. gifts. I think the best gift that we received was um, Bill got Danielle and I a gift. He got Danielle a tool set and me pink duct tape. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the most appropriate gift I've ever received. <laughs> um, Barbieri got, got us a cutting board and scotch. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Up yeah, there? maybe I I'll that. like scotch. I, I, it tastes like dirt. What? Yeah. Scotch is so good. No, it's not. No, it's scotch is crap. No, oh, it's garbage. Fuck. You're Irish. Yeah, so whiskey. I like whiskey. <laughs> yeah, what? Scotch. Yeah, just like you're Mexican. Yeah, get out of here. He does like tequila. So racist. <laughs> um, how was ping pong? Who who won the most? Do you think? Fuck ping pong. Um, <laughs> Megan won a couple. It I wasn't think. me. I, I don't. Tell you I, that. Just, I never win. Elaine knocked me out. She did. did she? Yeah, it's, it's, ruth, it's a ruthless yeah, game. It She's really like, is. I was like bye. The alliances <laughs> are formed in that game. Yeah. Whole time I'm like, all right, well, I'll take it. Just, nope, dropping them. Well, and, and that's like the second you're winning, you're not going to be winning two seconds later because mm-hmm. then everybody's like, wait a minute, you have yeah. Oh, I know. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's why, like, I, that's what happened to me. That's I think that's why. I mean, she's also good, but Megan won yeah. a couple because like. She has some right in front of me. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get those. I'm going to go after the further ones first. And then before I know it, she still has five. I'm down to one. You yeah, know, exactly. Cookies <laughs> down to two. But, you know, so. Slow uh, but yeah, that table is also uh, like perfect for yep. just standing yeah. around and playing. That's you know, our puzzle table. Oh Yeah. Aww. How many puzzles have you done on there? One. Nice. Did you finish it? Yes. The the bear one? No, no. That one's impossible. There's yeah, no okay. way we <laughs> could finish the bear one. <laughs> just a, a giant box of fluff. That's all it was. Black fur. You can't. No, it was impossible. Into the abyss. Yep. Um, it was good friendship. It was. Good friendship. Um, some prop bets. Uh, I believe the over on Demi Lovato's uh, national anthem. 201. Hit. She, no, she hit the under. She hit the under. Yeah. It was, oh, I thought she hit the over. When I, when I, the ones that I saw, it was two minutes, one second. And 
we timed it and it was like one fifty uh, something. What's Christina's boyfriend's name again? Matt. Matt. Yeah. He was. He, he was, was. He made a separate bet, I guess, with somebody else, and was mm-hmm. just like counting down. Like, oh, he. Yeah. Because he, he was celebrating. It went she over kept, like a he minute. Kept saying she hit the over thirty six. Mm-hmm. I think it was. <laughs> or what maybe he was what he was looking at, or maybe I might have been looking at. Anybody could hit that he over. Though. He was celebrating yeah. that. He was celebrating the over. Yeah. She definitely hit the over of five seconds on Brave on the last note. Yeah. That was eleven did seconds. Did anyone bet okay, on? That one went a long time. Did anyone bet on Orange Gatorade? No. Cookie won six thousand. Was it orange? Yeah, yeah, it was orange. Fucking kidding me. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> right when he goes, he goes, what? oh, that's $6,000. No, he's just, he was kidding. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, did anyone bet on heads or tails? I didn't bet any prop. Okay. Megan almost bet the start of the game exactly. She said it was going to be tails, and the Niners were going to win it and defer. But she did say that the Chiefs would score. Who she said whoever got the ball first was going to score, and that did not happen. But she was very close. Matt Hasselbeck? To- no, I was, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she was <laughs> she was very close to betting the uh, exact start of the game, which would, which would have been funny. Yeah, halftime uh, show was phenomenal. Yeah, let's talk about that really quick. Hell yes. Um, so let Broke me up a couple of marriages apparently. apparently yeah, so people are so <laughs> butthurt about it. So I know women were a bit upset. Why the mothers, the over the mothers against America? That's that's who it was. What well, well, were they mean? saying when Adam <laughs> Levine had a shirt off? That's last right. Year. Yeah, he was basically was, naked the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a phenomenal. It was, was a spectacle. Of, it was I, one of the better I, halftime shows in a long time. I loved it. I, yeah. I, because I was leaving <clears throat> Hope's place because I watched the first half there, but I watch. I got to watch Shakira's whole thing, and then when J Lo's come, I really don't care for J Lo. Yeah, Shakira like, is a million times better than J Lo. I'm, I'm all in on Shakira. Yeah. I'm okay with J Lo. J Lo's, you know, you had your time. You're fine. Yeah, you're, you'll be good. I didn't know who the other people that went out on stage. They're with like them. a reggaeton guys. Look like Ali G. I was so confused. Um, it's true. Yeah, they're like, um, yeah, they're popular in the Latin music world. Yeah, so. and I guess it, being in Miami, they wanted to have right. that yeah. feel to which it, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but don't tell that to people because man, the races came I, out everyone of the woodwork. Got so <laughs> like, good lord! Somebody even said we should be speaking or singing American oh in, the, in the house. Like, oh yeah, they start I'm, tuning tuning. Someone take to, that internet away from that <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> Last time I checked, we spoke American. Has anyone seen uh, the stand-up uh, Johnny? Um, uh, he's the uh, one of the Asian guys from uh, the the dick the dickhead in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. He goes up and he's like telling like everyone. Oh, how Ken Jeong, like, yes, uh, the doctor. I love Ken Jeong. No, 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 from no, Community, no, not, not the doctor. Oh my god, what's, what's his name? Anyways, he has a special on on. Uh, oh, Jin Yang from. Um, nope, 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 nope. Um, not him. Oh, not from Silicon Valley. No, he's okay. one of his like best friends that like when he they was, show up, he's like a complete dick to his wife, and he's just like you're, you know, like whatever, like get out of here. God, I, I, I whatever. I'll I look up. I'll look at my phone later. But he has a a bit where he talks about like in fifty years the internet is going to be like smoking is now, like we just let pregnant women be able to use the internet to find all <laughs> sorts of crazy diseases they don't have <laughs> or like people, you know, coming up with the earth being uh, flat. Like you can only use the internet 50 feet away and over in that direction. Like it's just made people dumber. It, it has. Yeah. Everyone just wanted to be so, so butthurt about it. Yeah. I don't understand. I, 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 I thought it was, it was good. It was entertaining. It was, it was, yeah, it was really good. Um, we saw Janet Jackson's titty. Right? We, we were okay. <laughs> now that's a titty. <laughs> yeah. That's a fully man. I saw. Yeah. I saw, uh, yeah, some people were tweeting that too. It's like, guys, I was seven years old when Janet Jackson's boob was exposed at the Super Bowl. 
and we're we're gonna be fine. We're gonna make it. I promise you. I promise you, we're gonna make My it. My favorite. I guarantee uh, you, when you're not there, they're on their tablets yeah. that you bought them at eight years old. They're yeah. looking at a lot worse. Oh My yeah. Favorite halftime yeah, show. Was other Prince. people were like, other people were like, uh, don't worry about the halftime show. Check your kids' TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh big facts. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about what's going on the TV. Worry about what your kids posting online when you're not looking. Gregory, we have microphones. Their profiles said, "Guess my age." I deleted it immediately. Swim away. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get up and walk away from the mic and just start yelling. I think we're all very curious as to what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, something to do with his headphones, probably. No, he's being. Yeah. Um, order things. He's being a, a millennial. Moving on to the the game itself. Well, hold on, wait. Commercials. Oh, oh, we couldn't really. I couldn't hear. I couldn't any, hear too many of them. I know. I already had my favorite going into it because I already saw. I oh, already the smart the smart pack. pack. I yeah. fucking that was good. The smart pack was I good. Saw, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I thought quit being a smarty pants. I could. <laughs> I thought did, it was so. Did cool. you know we lived I'm there? So, I'm sorry, <laughs> your bigness. Sorry, your bigness. Sorry, your bigness. He's got smart pack. I did love that. The the one to kick off. Where he, the kid was running with the ball. Oh, and he yeah. ran into the stadium. Yeah. It was, it was right at the beginning of the. Yeah, I, yeah. I must have missed it. it was, that, uh, that shit was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Apparently, there's a tear jerker. Apparently, there were a couple. Mm. I was talking about. Yeah, the Google one. Everyone was talking about the the Google one where the guy's remembering the memory of his wife. Oh, yeah. Um, Feels. I, I was at my parents before this episode. I came over to record it. Talking to my, like, my family about the game. And they, uh, my mom and Nicole, my sister both said that they, like, Cried multiple times at commercials. Apparently, there are a couple of tear jerkers, mm. um, but I don't remember. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but again, I probably wasn't paying attention. Didn't, maybe didn't see. I don't think I saw a Clydesdale. That's the first time Budweiser didn't have a Clydesdale commercial. Yeah, that's supposed to be. The, 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 I saw that, but the, I don't think Cl- Clydesdales are in those, which is like weird. That's like isn't that the whole? They're they're in the Super Bowl commercial every year. Are we offended from, by Clydesdales now? No, no, no. I'm just oh. saying it. it's like that's like the staple. That's like when yeah. you think of Budweiser Super Bowl commercial, you think of Clydesdales and like a dog probably. But I, it was just like it was a what, what's their new slogan or whatever? It's like be American or something like that. Like oh, true. Jesus America. Christ, good God! I hope it's not that. Well, no, it's like you know, it's like drink like an yeah whatever. Yeah, drink drink like an American the from a German owned company. That was in uh, the Anheuser Busch family for Anheuser generations, Bush. and they <laughs> sold it to a German beer company. <laughs> I got the, Bush, the, the Germans, and Bushlight, not American. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's the problem, I guess, with Super Bowl parties. It's hard to listen to to like the actual commercials. Sure, but again, I think I was talking to Megan about this too. <coughs> Just an overall great Super Bowl experience. That was one of the better Super Bowl, like overall Super Bowl Sundays. I think yeah, it was fun. I've had in a long time. Great friendship, a good game. Uh, the commercials the were end. good. Yeah, I just got aboard the first half. Yeah, first half was yeah, well, it was there. It, it was it was way better than last year. Yeah, oh that's for God. sure. People were falling asleep. Yep. Um, let us not. Ooh. <laughs> now, now that we're getting since we're getting into the actual game here, Bobby. Um, hey, Bob. The first thing I want to say, guys. Hey, Bob. Rule number two. Oh, I don't even have to look. Leave <laughs> <sighs> DC and blossom to the star you were meant to be. Yep. Rashad Breeland, Kendall Fuller, interceptions. In fact, Kendall Fuller, game-ending interception. In fact, and we actually said that would happen before it did. And yeah, so. in fact, Kendall Fuller was the highest-rated player in the Super Bowl oh. by 
pro football focus. Was and, really? and also, let's not forget, that's what we were a most upset about. Kendall Fuller had a 98. God that, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Didn't sh- I mean, did it shock anybody? No. No, no. <laughs> no of course not. Definitely definitely not. We all knew it was going to happen. In fact, you called a pick six to, to seal the game. <laughs> it was close enough. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it was like a pick punt. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> it, it was a good game, and I think, first and foremost, I, I'm just really happy for the Kansas City Chiefs, that organization, that fan base. They've waited 50 years, and they are a franchise that does things the correct way. Andy Reid finally gets that monkey off of his back in terms of his you know, legitimacy as a Hall of Fame coach. Well, I, I think he had just solidified. He was already that. one, in my opinion. Absolutely. Now we just- um, but, you know, the, it's even when he was a, a head coach in Philly, I, I didn't hate him then. He yeah. just is uh, such a likable guy and, a, you know, revered amongst the league. And so, you know, that's who I was. was well, I hate him because of Philly. Right? Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 I hated Philly. I hated him in Philly. But as soon as he left, it was. No, oh, I, I didn't hate him when he was here. In, the, in, in our division? Yeah. I, I definitely I, hated him. But again, Philly. Like, I didn't hate him as a person. I just hated who the team he coached. So you're, you're de facto. But yeah, I don't know. He's, um, man, I think of all the off the field stuff he's gone through. Yep. Um, the other thing, the like past two weeks leading up to the game, all you heard about national pundits, other players from across the league, other coaches, they were just, no one was not rooting against, no one was rooting against the guy. You know, he was, you can tell he's a, a really well-liked, respected, and maybe even loved person around the league. Um, and to have waited, what, 22 years as a head coach, 21 years, uh, to earn his first Super Bowl win, I mean, that is, that is awesome. That's awesome. And, and the story of the Chiefs, too, uh, they uh, they came back from three substantial deficits in each of their playoff games. Unreal. It's crazy. Crazy. Kind yeah. of a Nats-esque run. Yeah. In terms of, of in terms of football, and, you know, playing from behind too. With you know, it was a Houston divisional round. Then it was against they were down what twenty one to Tennessee at one point, and you know they were down. No, they're down 20, twenty. I think it was twenty one to. You say Houston or Tennessee? Tw- 20, twenty four to Houston. Houston. Twenty four to Houston. I think ten to Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. right? It was three ten point deficits. Yeah, in a row. Three Still, then five through the year. And he went 5-0. And 5-0, and and yeah. And and especially against, arguably, I, I think, the NFL's best defense in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They did it again. It, it, it's an, an incredible run that they went on. And, you know, it just... At, Pat Mahomes didn't really have his best game, although he took home the Super Bowl MVP. But Williams should have won it. Yeah, What's w- that? Williams should have won it. Yeah. Damon Williams. Mm-hmm. 17 but, rushes for 104 yards, a touchdown, and then he he caught one, too. Yeah, a receiving touchdown also. Four catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, probably, but, you know. I mean, you know it's going to go to Mahomes. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, but also, do the Chiefs win without Mahomes? Do they make that comeback without Mahomes? God, no way. God, no. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's tricky. I, I mean, this is, I think, a conversation being had the day after the Super Bowl because the MVP – has become just, you know, who's the quarterback on the winning team. Sure. Um, but I think I agree Damian Williams probably deserved more so to win it. Uh, but I have no problem going to Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Because, again, sure. I don't think – I mean, Damian Williams had a great game, but I think you can plug and play anybody in that running back position and he would have had a similar game. This is why you don't pay running backs. Like I, don't, true. I don't think you can plug and play any quarterback and he does the same thing that Pat Mahomes That's true, course. but then, I mean, even last year, like Julian Edelman was the – the MVP. 
Was that last year? Was it two? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that like, game was also trash. It, it was absolute garbage. But that's what I'm saying. You can't just always give to the quarterback. No, I know. I think, I think Williams deserved it more than Edelman. But that's me. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was like, no it. problem with, with it going to Mahomes, but no, it was expected. Was there, I think where the play that I'm going to go back to was that third and 15 that Mahomes completed to Tyreek Hill. <sighs> yeah. That's it, and that's really where I, that's yeah, that's where that's when the game completely changed. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that was kind of it. That was kind of the uh, there we go, yeah, kind of moments. Like and also that last uh, that deep ball that he threw to Sammy Watkins against Richard Sherman. Yeah, Richard Sherman. I think I think Pat Mahomes was like five for five throwing to Sherman to, to Sherman's side in that game. Uh, well, we were we were talking sitting here watching the game before that third and fifteen. We were saying it's over. San Francisco yeah. won, and. Yep. And then that play, so and then we basically flipped, and it's like, well, here comes Kansas City, and that's gonna be it. Uh, I'd, I'd also be remiss that, you know, uh, is a, I really hope a narrative is not beginning for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I mean, these are two. <laughs> e, um, these are two. Uh, I hate. Is this a choke? These are choke jobs. I, you know, I, I don't know. Did did San Francisco lose this game, or did Kansas City win it? And I mean, they did it multiple times in the playoffs. Can't really say that. Sure. If anybody choked, you could say maybe Houston. Mm-hmm. But it's just what they do. Yeah, but still, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's got double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, this one. Do you blame the Falcons on Kyle Shanahan? I mean, probably he's the one calling the plays. They got really. Yeah, kind of so, I mean, with a happy huge still. lead, they just went so soft. Yeah, this one, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's not the reason that the 49ers yeah. defense kind of fell apart in the second half. Yeah, and also Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo not, missed a wide open. I mean, yeah, Kyle Shanahan drew up the perfect play at the perfect time, and Jimmy on, G missed him. on that third and ten. Yeah. yeah, and and people aren't talking about that at all. At all, no. And Jimmy missed him, or even the George Kittle OPI. Just that was people, ridiculous. People keep on shitting on his the first half, which yeah, you could definitely say it, but. He had that George Kittle. He had the big play there, and then that third and ten, that would have just put them up what twenty seven twenty four, mm-hmm. with a minute something left. Yeah, I'm not saying that the Chiefs can't still go back and win the game. Absolutely, but, but you can't blame that on Kyle Shanahan. No, no. I I mean Kyle Shanahan does deserve some of the blame. Of course, of course, he's a head coach, head coach. He's, and he's calling the plays. But again, he's not. He's Should, not Jimmy G throwing the ball. Missing. Shouldn't be a narrative. No. I mean, it's just going to be, and he probably said this so much. I didn't really listen to any of his post game com- uh, comments, but he probably said this as so much. Like, it's just, it's just part of the game. So what he has, to, he's going to have to wear it. I mean, he'll have time to. Ch- I mean, like, think about Andy Reid. Andy Reid for twenty years was he can never win the yeah, big game. True. I mean, all it took was a player like Pat Mahomes, and then there you go. So, I I don't think it's two games. Yes, yeah, so the Super Bowl, and you lost both of them, and you lost double-digit leads in both of them, but I don't think that's enough for a, a narrative. He, he turned a, f- a four-win team into a 13-win team. Four and 12. Four and, they're the number two pick. And um, and a, a conference champion. So he's still a phenomenal head coach. And I, and this is also kind of why I was rooting for the Chiefs, because I think that Kyle's is, is going to come. He still has plenty. Of, like, I wanted Andy to win one before you know he called it quits. Yeah. Um, I, t- Kyle has his entire head coaching career ahead of him, and sure. I think he has plenty of time to uh, to put a team together to win. And one. I wrote that down because I I think these two teams are built to win now, but they're also built to win in the future. Mm-hmm. 
I know I, I believe they have the Chiefs have at least two more years under with Pat Mahomes' rookie contract. Yeah. So they they got two more years of this. I know they always throw out the term window, but as long as he's still there and they don't have to overpay for him yet. And that's the thing. Anytime anybody's been paid the highest paid quarterback, yep. nobody's won the Super Bowl. No. I mean and but then their their hands are tied because they have to pay correct the most important position. Yep. They got a young defense still. Uh Tyron Matthew. How he's been on three teams in his brilliant It doesn't make sense. MVP I want him so bad. Esque like run. Right? I mean, just uh, you could say the injury was yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. But besides that, he was already, was it a, he already what, switched teams. At one point, was it in a contract thing? Well, yeah, he was cut by the Cardinals mm-hmm. two years ago. Then he was picked up that's what, last that's what year. And I think it was in Houston is where he played, then signed with uh, Kansas City this year. And he plays, he's just all over the place. He's everywhere. He's X amount of plays at uh, the nickel corner, X amount of plays at strong safety, edge rusher, inside linebacker, he's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he was already named captain in one year. Yeah. Like, the kid's an animal. Mm-hmm. The Honey Badger is the best nickname for him. It really yeah. is. I mean, if anything, I, I think San Francisco is certainly built for the future, too, especially with that de- uh, defense. It's just, I, I don't know, when it comes down to it, your quarterback's going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. 20, 25 plus times a game. I, I just give Unless it a Jimmy G. And <laughs> I, I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be that kind of quarterback. I mean, he had his opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we talk about that third and 10 that he missed, but I mean, there were still plenty of other throws that he missed and he took, he took way too time, too long to make a decision. Um, there, there was the play before that. He had a who did he miss across the middle for a first down? He missed a wide open. Kittle was it Kittle? Mm. Well, it got batted. Oh, that's right. But still, I mean, you know, it's not like we're sitting here and he wasn't put in a position to win the game. He had a chance and he didn't. He didn't commit. And up until this point, throughout the postseason, he didn't have to. You know, how much was made of him only throwing what? How many threw, how many passes did he throw in the fir- in their first two games? Like nineteen combined. Right. Yeah, one game he had eight completions. Yeah, so it's like he wasn't, and I think that's why a lot of people were maybe gonna um, were predicting the Chiefs because it was gonna come down to him. It was gonna be he's gonna th- that defense as good as it is probably won't be able to suffer, uh, you know quiet down the Chiefs uh, offenses for the entire game. So Jimmy G is at some point gonna have to throw the ball and make a play, and when that time came, he he wasn't able to do it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I I, I don't know so, how good he is. I Yeah, it's it's, it's hard. I mean, he's obviously Because he's at times he looks really good. Yeah. I mean, think about that Saints game. I mean, he was going toe to toe with Drew Brees yep. and looked great. And, Very true. And, and they then, got good they got good wide receivers too and they have one of the best tight ends in football if not the best. Mm-hmm. And then an excellent running game as a, as in every single Kyle Shanahan offense and just watching the Kyle's play calls. And like just watching how easily George Kittle gets open, or easily mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders, or I think it was something born number eighty four. It's just like, oh, I missed that. Everyone's always so open, always. Um, so another thing that was being talked about in the two weeks leading up to the game was Kyle. I guess Kyle Shanahan kind of opened up about Kirk Cousins and the Redskins and how yeah before they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. He was basically waiting for uh, 
Kirk Cousins to to leave the Redskins, and they were going to go after the Niners were going to go after him and sign him. But then Jimmy G fell in their lap, so they decided to go that route. If Kirk is quarterback in this team, do they win? Yes, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I think he's better than Jimmy G. Yeah, I think he. I mean, I'm not saying he ten out of ten makes that throw, but he probably puts a better ball out there for. Okay, he did Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, he did against the Saints. The Thielen that was one of the best throws ever. Um. By Kirk Cousins. Looking at next yeah, year, a dime. the Chiefs are six to one. They have the best odds to uh, win next year, who's, six to one. Who's got the worst odds there, Tom? Uh, the worst <laughs> odds. It, it's a tie. Hey, Bob. Doesn't matter. The Red, mean off the field. The Redskins and Bengals are two hundred to one. Oh, I saw that the Bengals. I thought I saw the Redskins were dead last. Me somewhere. too. Yeah. So you and I saw the same one. So it's like, I see NBC it here was, has it as two hundred to one. And that was posted. I saw plus yesterday. fifty thousand, no plus five thousand, fifteen thousand. What was it? God damn it! It, it was, was us and the Jaguars were the second, second to last. So you're saying there's a chance? I think that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> you know, the culture is actually damn good. God damn it! Bro. I'm, I'm so sure. You know what? I think JP. But anyways, go ahead. Who is? How do you have that set up? We talking about? This? Uh, the Ravens are next at seven to one. Niners eight to one. Saints eleven to one. Patriots fourteen to one. Packers eighteen to one. I like those odds. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking. Well, I mean, we have plenty of time to talk about this because unless you want to keep talking about the game, um, I mean, this is so Pat Mahomes now in his third season wins a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. Obviously, following last year's MVP run. Right. And obviously we saw Lamar Jackson be the unanimous MVP this year. Mm-hmm. In his second year. Questions surrounding Tom Brady. I mean, I, f- I think he's going to end up back with the Patriots. But, I do too. Um, you know, he's obviously well over 40 and only has so many more seasons left in him. Don't know where Phillip Rivers is going to end up. He seems to be on his way out of the uh, L.A. Um Deshaun Watson had to put up another great year. We're looking at a new era of quarter, young quarterbacks is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. So, you know, is is kind of a changing of the guard with Pat Mahomes winning the Super Bowl now? And we find, I mean, that's another reason why I think I really enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was someone different. You know, it wasn't Very the much. Patriots. Um, it wasn't the Steelers. It wasn't a Peyton Manning-led Colts or Broncos team. It was finally a fresh face. Um, and, I, and I can't reiterate more how awesome it is that a team that hasn't won in 50 years won. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Very happy for that family. I mean, also, you know, you see a bunch of these old Midwestern men who have like been Chiefs fans since they were, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just barely. Yeah, all old. those it's all so those awesome. fans that live in Kansas, right? Yeah, Kansas. Kansas. the great state of Kansas, <laughs> the great state of Kansas. Yep. Um, but so is this the changing of the guard? Are we going to see now? Like, I th- I are, so. are Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson going to and Deshaun Watson going to yeah. be the new Brady? Roethlisberger, you could see what, also you could see. I think Kyler Murray could be in that level of ascension one day. So I mean, and, I, I, I guess yeah, you're right. Yes, but I'm, I'm guess I'm more concentrating on the AFC. Sure, uh, because the NFC I think is oh, it's always open. We haven't had who has been who's the only team in Russell the, Wilson has been yeah Russell Wilson Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers has only been to one Super Bowl. The Giants have made two so in the Brady Belichick era era. The Giants made and won two Super Bowls. The Seahawks made three and won one. The Eagles made two and won one. I can't think of any other teams that have been to multiple Super Bowls in that in that time frame out of the NFC. 
So I'm more focused on the AFC that's kind of changing the guard between those three heads going now to Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and like Deshaun Watson types. Um, and then they're going to basically be running the AFC. And, and even then, it's still open, too, because, you know, the Bills, I mean, they're built to be pretty good for a while now, which is crazy yeah. to say because it's the Bills, but that defense is solid. Uh, Allen looks like he's the, he's he could be the real deal. Singletary. Well, yeah. Oh, well, uh, will will Tannehill be the guy in Tennessee if that defense can stay stay tight and and Derrick Henry can be one of the best running backs in the league? Um, I I think you said you like the odds for the Packers. I do too because I think the NFC is so wide open. And you know, if Drew Brees comes back to the Saints, they're right in that mix as well. Yeah. It's just for me, it's like are we are we seeing the end of the Patriots, Steelers? You know, Mannings of the uh, dominance of the AFC, and now we're seeing new faces, and I think that's great for the NFL. It'll be a lot so of too. fun. Um, seeing There's a Mahomes. lot of talent. Yeah, and and they're winning different ways. I mean, the widespread offense that the Kansas City has, you know, Lamar Jackson and and the Ravens set rushing nice. records, and he can, you know, throw the ball when needed. Um, that defense is solid too. Uh, when uh, Deshaun Watson and um, uh, John Jay Hopkins are, on, are clicking. They're one of the most fun quarterback receiver duos in the league as I've ever seen. I mean, it's 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 a lot of fun the way these teams are winning and winning in different ways and scoring a shit ton of points. Definitely. Um, moving on, there was some Redskins news. Also, some things just to uh, recap really quick. Uh, on Super Bowl weekend, Vernon Davis announced his retirement. Yep. Vernon Davis. Which doesn't come as a surprise. I mean, I could have seen him come back for another year because he was still playing at a high level yeah uh, despite i mean the injuries and he made the probably the one of the best plays i've ever seen in week one against philly this is the last time the we first were happy. drive yeah that was like the last last time we were all happy yeah yeah uh you know I, I i think it was an excellent career you think 13 years in the nfl something like that bobby and i really think he's gonna come go down as one of the best dc athletes ever yeah, has to. I, yeah, I am mean, a turp. I know Kevin Durant's going to is on a different level, but I mean, this guy is you know through and through DMV, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, it's he, now he's going to pursue a career in acting. Acting was it really? Yeah, yeah. Was, was that what he so that's, came that's out with Gronk? Yeah, that's what he was saying. He's, Which was a very weird way to retire. Yeah. But. What? Yeah. Vernon Davis's? Yeah. Did you see the video with Gronk? Oh no! I just saw the statement he like tweeted out. That was after the video. Oh, they, like yeah. they're down in Florida, retirees, and then they cut to Vernon Davis, and he's like, "That's right, I'm retiring." Mm. It was really weird. I didn't see that. Well, that kind of goes against my point. I was gonna say I'm glad he got to go out on his terms, but I guess it still yeah, remains the same. Yeah, it just went out, on, went out on a weird it's way. Weird. But yeah, it was just like, wait, what? It's I mean, <laughs> obviously the the Reds can see his last season didn't go. I think because I think because it was a Super Bowl, it felt like a bit. Yeah. That's what so everyone thought like about the Brady commercial, the too. Third one? I forget who the third person was in that commercial. Or, yeah. I don't remember. The first one to say that he was retiring. It was Gronk, then they switched to Pando to... Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Although he's not. I know that. Yeah he, yeah, he wasn't. He's definitely not irrelevant, but it was just like, okay, that's Vernon Davis. All right. 15 so. years, Tom. Oh, wow. <clears throat> For him. He's, he's old, man. He's tired. Actually, it might be 14. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy yeah, your life. Enjoy season. Enjoy your life. Still the best um, combine and... Not in a negative way. I mean, like, go do whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like go away. <laughs> he, he just turned 36. He outran every receiver. Uh-huh. He outbenched every lineman. And he outjumped everyone at the whole combine. It was he, some, I mean, I, I'm being hyperbolic in, in some way, but yeah. It but was in incredible. other ways, you're not. Yeah, terp. 
he is a Terp, and I mean, he, his records at Maryland still hold, right? I mean, his weightless lifting records. That does not surprise me. I mean, large he man. is, yeah, large man and just a freak. Yeah, he's gonna be like when you say DC athlete, like he might be one of like the best overall athletes to come out. Like, oh, I absolutely. mean, just an absolute. Mon- that's why he was like the picture perfect tight end. Like, yeah. that's. I mean, I, I'm looking. He only made two Pro Bowls, which is kind of shocking. But I guess really? he was on some bad 49ers teams. Huh. Bad quarterback play too. Like, yeah, sure. Pretty much throughout his career. Yeah, he never really had, yeah. and he he kind of revitalized his career here in D.C. Also at the end, uh, because I really thought he was kind of tailing off at the end in San Francisco. He was traded, actually won a Super Bowl in Denver, yep. but had nothing to do with the team. He wasn't a part of the game plan. Yeah, at all. Comes here and, and really was solid, really good when he was when healthy, especially in I think Kirk's last year here. Man, they they ran that wheel route. Oh, to perfection. so good, so good. Yeah, like he was our best deep threat last year. That? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. He was what thirty? <laughs> he was like 34, 33 at the time, and he was outrunning like twenty-year-olds yeah. down the sideline. Yeah. I mean, he is just so, hurdling them too as a thirty-five-year-old this past hold season. Hold my beer. So, some other vet- <laughs> veteran news for the Redskins. Uh, we got more details about Alex Smith's uh, injury from last year. Jesus, he was septic. Yeah, and when you go septic, you die. Like fifty percent of the time, and he. So I mean, I know we were talking about. Oh, this is a career ender, or he's been in the hospital for weeks. Have you seen that that cast? I mean, I knew that it it was really really bad, but I mean, I didn't know it was life threatening bad. Good God! I mean, I think. Yeah, no, I guess not life threatening. I think I think then when it happened, we heard would, he might have been have to get amputated. Yeah, that's what it was because it was a compound fracture. The bone went through the skin. Um, but yeah, no, did not know that he was close to death. That is freaky, and that is also like why. And I, he I still mean, wants to play. That's what I'm, I was about to say. Like I, w- if I were him, I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Nope, I'll coach. I'll be in the front office. I'll do whatever you want. I'm not playing anymore. But he wants to go out there, and no matter if he steps on the football field again in a NFL game or not actually any capacity. I mean, he has all the respect in the world for me, and I will Sorry be rooting for him. I, I don't think he'll be that great anymore. That good. I mean, how could you? How how can any human possibly? Yeah. yeah. Do, I mean, there's the mental aspect of it has got to be insane. Um, going to collapse that pocket, and he's going to get yeah, fucking nervous exactly. Every time. Yeah, I would immediately get the. the <clears throat> I'm getting the chills just thinking about it. Yeah, right me now. too. I'm kind of like uneasy. Yeah, it's like kind of queasy feeling. It's like I, now I just fall to the ground. So if he ever plays again. Hats off to you, man. That is incredible. You, I, you have a fan for life in me. You still, yeah, from this is a tragic. You're still experience. doing it the right way. Yeah, you have a fan in life, and also fan for life in me. Um, and also, everyone's talking about like how he mentored Pat Mahomes too, and what he was doing mm-hmm. for the young guys here. I mean, he is just seems like a great dude to have mm-hmm. in the football. It sounds a little like, film uh, like why are you here though? But yeah, then well, Snyder well, befriended him, and then he gets under yeah. his spell. So yeah, yeah. But no, that is. Uh, that's that is pretty insane. That that's he, some scary shit. Even yeah. Pat Mahomes came out and said, "He goes, Alex Smith isn't here, but he was with us for this win." Pat Mahomes wouldn't have been here without out of his way to yeah, really, yeah. yeah, in a Super Bowl Ooh. victory. He, he he credits so much of his knowledge and love for the game to Alex Smith. Mainly the knowledge. He said, "Without Alex, I wouldn't be where I am today." I think he said he's a, in my third year. I feel like I'm in my tenth year, mainly because of um, Alex Smith. Like, Damn. Yeah, yeah. He gave. Keeps of praise, and that was even before, that one was before the Super Bowl. No, it was that. I mean the that one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Please, um, please do that with Dwayne. Please and thank you, Dwayne. Mm, listen yes. to him. So, with the uh, retirement of Vernon Davis, 
and we're going to be a, a primarily a younger team next year, as we should be. Thaddeus Moss. Yes, please. Uh, Greg Olson is I'm no, not as in love with you. Yeah, uh, really? I wouldn't late mind round. Him. in a late round. Yeah, yes. if he's available in a late round, I mean, I don't think he would be though. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, I have to sneeze that it's not. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> you let, he, he let that go. You let it go. That's <laughs> right. He hit his head on the mic. I saw it. <laughs> saw, saw the mist. Oh, that is adorable. <laughs> uh, <Meow>. Bless you. <laughs> uh, Greg Olson is no longer uh, on the Carolina Panthers. He is coming here to visit, if not today or, or Sometime or he's got three scheduled this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this seems like a match that makes sense. Obviously, with the connection that him and Ron Rivera have, our need. This is arguably, in my opinion, this is our weakest position on the entire roster. And I know that Greg Olson is not the same G Reg from you know years before, but we need an, uh, a veteran tight end that knows this offense that's going to preach and most importantly accountability and professionalism and you know so on and so forth. So I'm all for Greg Olson coming here on a one-year deal, and I think it would really be more beneficial to this team, you know, in the locker room, in the weight room, you know, on the sidelines, as opposed to actually, you know, I I, I don't think his level of productivity is is really gonna. I'm not sure how much he has left in the tank in that regard. Right. Thirty-four. He'll be thirty-five in March. Um, he hasn't played a full season since 2016. Seven games in 17, 9, and 18. He actually played 14. I was going to say, season, I think which, he played like 14, 13, which seems 14. surprising. Only two touchdowns, though. Uh, 52, 52 receptions. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, the marriage makes sense, but... Uh, to, McCaffrey hungry. To me, <laughs> I mean, the other teams he's meeting with are the Bills and the Seahawks. Both are and contenders. At, again, like he's going to be pretenders. You think the Seahawks are pretenders? Contenders. No, I said oh, contenders. Contend- I think yeah. he said pretenders. Um 35 in March, so by training camp, he'll be halfway through being 35 years old. Yeah. If he's ring chasing, go to those. If halfway. he's if he's looking for right, a, that's what the, I say. the best Why fit. would he not want to just go to a comp- – and both of those teams, especially, <laughs> especially – I mean, the Seahawks have needed a tight end forever, even though they've got that kid, that guy – Um, uh, what's his name, Hollister? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really good, and the Bills have this the kid, Knox, who's up and coming too. But – he goes either one of those teams. Greg Olson's the starter, and he's the getting a majority of the target, especially in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So if I you know if I'm him, yeah, the Redskins make sense because of the connection with Ron Rivera, but and Scott Turner, and okay, uh, but and we don't have a tight end, and he, he I, no more Jeremy Sprinkle. But just, why would you come? Just no more Jeremy Sprinkle, please. God. Sorry, Sprinkle, Sprinkle. But if you get a, sprinkle, if you get an sprinkle. offer from Buffalo or Seattle for basically the same that Redskins, I mean, why wouldn't you go there? Sure, go go chase a ring, be on a. Com- a competitor, yeah. I mean, it. it be, I think it'd be great too, because yeah, like you, for all the reasons. My my help ideal, out, uh, Dwayne. Well, also, I, I think uh, unfortunately, uh, Austin Hooper and who's the other guy? It's not a Hooper. <laughs> who's the other um, tight end that's coming available? <clears throat> Was the one the guy out of Atlanta, Austin Hooper? Uh, oh, Hunter Henry and Hunter Henry. Oh yeah, the Chargers. Those guys are are going to. They could be franchise tagged. If not both of them, and they are going to cost a fortune. I'm good with. I want. I would and love I, to get that's Ray fine. for one year. Then yeah, draft. I, I would say let's because yeah. well, this is all under the presumption, the assumption that Jordan Reed is no longer. No, I said yeah. Jordan Reed. He's no longer going to be playing in the NFL. I really hope he, he retires. Retire. Uh, okay, what if he doesn't want to retire? Then you have Greg Olson and Jordan Reed. So you'd still want to sign Greg Olson if Jordan Reed. Yes. 
Yeah. Many, I mean, that mean he's basically now you're Vernon Davis. How many games did he play for Slash last year? Vernon Davis? No. Jordan Reed. Oh, Jordan Reed. Mm, that's a, That'd be a zippy? A goose yep. egg. Yeah. I'm good with having both. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm not paying Jordan Reed the contract that he's owed next year, so I'm no. releasing him. Yeah. And then if he wants to come back or, or you know structure something that is much more team-friendly, and considering he didn't play at all last year and was a shell of himself the year before, yeah. Uh, I mean, I. but for his sake, please retire. Just retire, yeah, man. Seriously. Please. For your, Greg Olson, for you. also only a three-time Pro Bowler. That's surprising. James Harrison. What about him? That was the guy who retired on the couch. Oh, it was James yep. Harrison. Thanks, bud. Yep. That's right. God, what a monster. Jeez. So I, I agree that I, I think the most realistic would be let's get Greg Olson in for a year or two and draft you know, the best available tight end come the third round. We're going to have an early third round pick, so we should be able to get you know, decent. I mean, that's where I we think, got Jordan think, Reed. We got Chris Cooley in the fourth. I think um, Fred Davis in the second. The latest McShay uh, mock draft had um, <clears throat> Thaddeus Moss going late third round, so he'll be, he should be available for that pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they had the Redskins taking uh, the tackle out of uh, blanking. Oh, shit. What was it? I'll try to look it up. Also, can we talk about real quick? Back to the Super Bowl. Sorry, I don't mean to backtrack, but okay. I had a, I had a note. Um, Nick Bosa. Cool. I mean, the game he had. Just another reason why we should draft Chase Young number two overall. Yes, I mean yeah, it's a no brainer. This is from Pro Football uh, Focus. He registered. This is Bosa in the Super Bowl. Registered a sack, hit, or hurry on thirty point eight percent of his pass rushes. No other defense player was above twenty percent. He was a rookie. He was in Pat Mahomes, also one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best, in his face all game long. And Chase Young is supposed to be better than him. Yeah, man. How do you how do you not just how do you not want that? Have you not seen all the the past couple of days? You want to share? Yeah, thanks, bud. Um, everyone's like all and he had a pass deflection too, like in like the first drive. If you go to NFL, yeah, if you go to NFL.com, ESPN.com, all of the draft like the mock drafts, is, you know, it says like the team. And who they're picking, and like a quick blurb about why why this is a good fit. Every single one for Chase Young is like, just don't overthink it. Yeah, so he, yeah. everyone says this is the most obvious pick in the draft. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Draft Chase Young. Oh, please and thank you. So, Rand done. Give me no. Chase Young. Uh, I can't. I, I haven't stopped watching YouTube videos of him. So but, but, okay. So now, do you still want to trade back? No. Good. Good man. Yeah. So okay. that means we're gonna do good. it then, right? That means what? That means we're going to trade back. Yeah. Uh, does we're, Ryan, getting, we're getting Tua. Uh, does, Bruce Allen comes out of nowhere, <laughs> like Ryan. The Undertaker. Hey, <laughs> no, Bruce. <laughs> you think he's dead, and all of a sudden he pops out of the coffin. <laughs> trade back. Can we do cash considerations in the NFL? <laughs> um, Harvest Festival, bitches. <laughs> Man. Uh, don't ever think it. Yeah. D- Ryan Kerrigan, does he come back? Could you see a like a four foursome of Kerrigan, Ryan Anderson, Montez I'm Sweat, for and it. Chase Young? It's a lot of talent. It's a lot of talent. I mean, it's with Jack rotation. God damn it! Oh, yeah. Are you getting sucked as long in? As he doesn't do that oh. stupid victory move anymore. I'm, I'm in the bug zapper. <laughs> <laughs> the bug zapper. Um, all right. Todd McShay, senior writer. <laughs> the first line: Washington Redskins, Chase Young, D end. Ohio State. This could be the easiest pick on the board. <laughs> oh God, give him to me. I think it was the NFL. Dot com draft also that I saw. Tom, when's the draft? 
uh, late April. Yeah, I think it's April. It's usually, yeah, eighteenth. No, something like that. The last Thursday um, in April. All right, so in move, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on a boat, riding the boat, on a oh fucking boat. So we're about forty-five minutes in, guys. I want to uh, transition to the hardwood right. as we're watching the Lakers. Uh, nutless monkey. <laughs> um, guys, we're, it's been a week, over a week since the uh, tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the Abatelli family and all the everyone involved in that horrible crash. Um, I really think the NBA handled it so graciously. How I mean, everything from the tributes that they were doing on the court with the 24-second shot clock violation and or the eight-second, um, you know, half-court and uh, what you know, all the the moments of silence and 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 the list goes on. But I mean, what were you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on uh, you know how this was handled, especially by the Lakers and you know LeBron James, you know, speaking you know from the heart to uh, everyone at Staples Center a few nights ago. It was. Uh, I, you know, as annoyed as I get from LeBron, I, I my thoughts on him are starting to change, and kind of, kind of it, like what happened with Kobe. Kind of like what happened with Kobe, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I just feel it's such an awful situation. But I mean, I I can't see another way they could have handled it any better. No, I agree. Yeah, everything was great. Uh, I really like the way that they're redoing the All Star Game too. It's a bit confusing. Yeah, uh, I, I get, I get it. I'm just so smart. <laughs> I, I mean, I just kept on seeing it on the ticker, so it's, so it's Team LeBron. Also, they're so they're keeping the draft right. So Team LeBron versus Team Giannis, which is so awesome. Yeah, I do like that. So like so that. Awesome. So they play. They're basically playing to 24. No, no, no. For the first three quarters, they're playing the full the full 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> after the end of the first, after halftime. They start over. They start over. So you're you're starting the first, second, and third quarter at zero zero. To start the fourth quarter, you add up all the points from for each team for, across the first three quarters, and they take whoever is winning at twenty four. That's the target goal uh, to win the game. So th- let's say LeBron's that's team that's, again. I'm confused. Well, let's let's say so yeah. uh, amongst the first three quarters, LeBron's team has a hundred total points, and Giannis's team has ninety seven. They'll add twenty four. To LeBron's team, so the target to win the game is 124 points. So first team to 124, oh. 124 wins. Okay. So that essentially. Oh, so okay. LeBron's team would need 24 points to win first. Giannis's team would need 27 points first. Got it. To win, um, and it's all for charity. So the what uh, each team. If I you, think if you win a quarter, you get a hundred thousand dollars to donate to a charity. I think that's going to be competitive. Yeah. Well, one because they're picking teams; they're playing pickup. That always helps. Yep. Very much so. And then two, just to honor honor Kobe, the you know one of the most competitive athletes in their league history. Yeah. And I mean, not to take away from the Kobe aspect because I agree, I think it's a huge part of it too. But like, you don't want to be the guy that wasn't trying in a game for charity, <laughs> you know? But like that guy wasn't trying to win for my charity. Like, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be trying i think it's gonna be could be very interesting to watch yeah absolutely um, and they're all gonna wear like the bronze teams world ring number two for gg mm-hmm. and Giannis teams are all wearing eight i think eight. Oh, wow that's awesome yeah um so i i think everything how the nba handled it um we talked about how i think adam silver's the best commissioner in the big four sports yeah i mean 
Rob Manfred was dealt a tough hand, but yes, I think he's, I think he's doing well. Um, I think it's easily just Goodell at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, Goodell at the top. <laughs> Ian, how do you think the how how has this been handled in your opinion? I didn't get to watch everything. I tried, but uh, I mean, I I loved it. Every, everything I saw, they were killing it. Mm-hmm. Tribute videos. Yeah, the Lakers did a fantastic job. How TNT handled it with uh, that round table discussion. Well, yeah, it wasn't a table, but. You know, with with Chuck and Shaq, seven and, grown men crying. Yeah, and, and especially with what Shaq said. I mean, it, it could. I've never seen emotion come out of him like that before. No, and, I don't think we ever will again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it put things into perspective for them. Yeah, sadly, that's what it. So we're not gonna be able to sit there and talk shit to each other at Hall of Fame scenario at uh, Hall of Fame inductees. Mm-hmm. I got five, you got four. No, it's never gonna happen again. It was heartbreaking. Really was. It was really one of the saddest days in in sports. Uh, it it's it's still it still it's doesn't so weird. yeah it's still surreal. Yeah, like, it's like I think it was the, it was I was reading up on the All Star Game changes and I was like, wow, this is actually happening. Like we actually have to do all these stuff to honor Kobe. Like Kobe Bryant actually passed away. Like mm-hmm. it's to me, it's still. I don't know if it's and I don't you know obviously. I'm not a Bryant family member or a friend of the or whatever, so like I'm in the grand scheme of things, very little affected by this. Affected by this in a very small way, but I don't know how long it's going to take me to like come to terms with like, yeah, Kobe Bryant is not here anymore. Like it's just it's 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 strange. It's strange and it sucks. Try shooting like a wad of paper or anything and not saying, oh, okay. I've Kobe. done it. Yeah, I've yeah. You're a little hoop, Kobe. Yeah, he, he's he's not going to dunk it ever and say Stockton again. It's only Kobe. Okay, respect. I don't know about Rag. Rag will probably still say Stockton. Stockton. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Uh, we're actually gonna we're gonna cover some more sports. Uh, baseball. Um, we brought this up at the end of you don't last. Talk about Bradley Bill not being an All Star. Oh, sorry. You're right, Bobby. I'm so sorry. You're right, you're right. And there's another basketball. Don't, don't be sorry for me. A roll's a roll. I was just trying. Tolls a toll. Bradley Beal was not no selected tolls, to the All Star. We don't eat no rolls. Made that up myself. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure he's not an All Star, guys. Twenty nine points averaging was he a game named an All Star? I guess he's not a fucking All Star. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> he's weird pissed. how that works. <laughs> and he's playing like he's pissed. I was at yeah. the game Saturday night and he was going off. Mm-hmm. Angry Brad. Angry Brad. It was a lot of fun to watch. Actually, that was a really fun. That was Witcher's a really game good game to go to. I had a great Which was that? Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. Nets yeah, game. That was a good one. Kyrie sucked. Yeah. It was awesome. I fucking hate Kyrie. Um, yeah, no, so I, he's one of two players in the, the last 50, 40 years to 41 average. Years. 41 years. 41 years yeah. to average 28 sure. plus points yeah. a game and not be an all-star. I'm sure he's not an all-star. And he, it's really averaging like six and what, four or something like that? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's just scoring either. Like no. He's doing everything. Yeah. Your only knock on him is that he's on the Wizards. That's the only knock. But then, okay, hold on, hold on. I need to look at these other this roster because I was I did a brief scan, and I don't remember some of the specific names. But I was looking at some numbers, and I was like, Bradley's numbers are better than these. They need to switch the fucking voting because his peers. That's what they need to. His peers voted voted in the second second behind Giannis. He was second. Second by the NBA players. Jesus. That's why he said the real ones know. The real ones know because they do. It's not a popularity contest. It's who you got a game plan for. 
the players know we need to look out for Bradley Beal. But all of a sudden, fans, okay, you guys are idiots. I get that. But coaches, what are we doing here? Like the fans voted Alex Caruso, whatever the hell his name is, yeah. out of L.A. Why? Because he's white and he can dunk? Like, yep. <laughs> that, that's it. You give me Bradley all In goddamn In relation day. to Roberts? Caruso? Yes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Long lost nephew. So I feel like Brad not getting Brad getting snubbed for the All Star game. It's one of those things where you get in an argument with someone, and you can't you can't really process it at the time until like after the conversations had. Mm-hmm. So then, like a minute later, you're like kind of like the State of the Union. <laughs> we'll get there. It's it's kind of like wait, goddamn, that's bullshit. Podcast. And then I get angry, and then I get angry. Then I research, and then I see that statistic that the first time in forty one years that happened, and I'm like, okay, now this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Kemba Walker is a starter, but he's averaging 22 points a game, five assists, and four rebounds. Cool. Is that a, that's because he's on the Celtics, right? That's not He doesn't actually deserve cool. to be a starter, right? Correct. Okay. Um, to the reserves. Kyle Lowry. I'm only going to look at the guards. Kyle Lowry made it again? Yeah. He's not that good anymore. Well, Chris Paul, that's by name because he's only averaging 17 points a game. No, he's playing really well, though. So he, Okay. Okay, so he deserves to be an all-star. All right, Dame. Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons. Sixteen points a game. Well, that's not his. Ass- that's not his game to score. Eight assists, seven rebounds. Okay, that's but he's if a guard. If you're listed as a guard, you should be scoring. No, you should be. I let no. Oh, okay. Eight eight assists and then seven rebounds as a as a guard. I'll give that. Key rookie of the year. You weren't rookie of the year. Uh, fake rookie of the year. West Westbrook. That's by name. Lowry. That's by name. Chris Middleton. Not even twenty on. points a game. He's an all star. See th- that this is what pisses me off. It's these three. Westbrook. I'll give that all day. I mean, look. Jimmy Butler, twenty points a game. Jimmy Butler, who Brad pretty and has gone head to head with and taken him down. Kyle Lowry, hell no. Chris Middleton, good player, but I'm looking at those stats right there, and I think Brad has even beaten everything. Yeah, so I wasn't well. I mean, he's also four. I was on. He did drop the fifty spot on us. Man, did he ever though? Like, <laughs> yeah, but the Bucks also scored one hundred and fifty. But Bradley had what forty eight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, there is good news in terms of D.C. basketball as Davis Bertans Davis. has been me. selected to be in the three-point shooting contest. How much are you going to put on him? <laughs> I, yeah, I really want to see the odds, too, because he's going to go in as a no-name. Yeah. He's no. going to have the, the best odds for us. Like This, this is going to be Ian. He's going to be um, he the Charlie fourth Murphy. Highest. Challenge him. Challenge, challenge him. Then you'll see. He has, <laughs> he has the fourth highest uh, three-point shooting percentage in the league, right? I think that's did, what I saw. Even, and man, they got some guys that can drain them in this contest. It's guys. gonna be a lot of fun. We got so Davis Bertans, Devontae Graham from Charlotte, Buddy Heald can drain it. Uh, Joe Harris, last year's winner, can also do that. Trey Young. Trey Young's in it, right? Dame's in it. Dame's in Trey it. Young, Damian Lillard, Duncan Robinson on for the Miami Heat. Uh, Zach Levine, I don't think he's gonna. That, what the hell are you doing in there, Zach Levine? No, but, you, do they mean to put wait, him in the dunk yeah, contest? Yeah, like dunk. No, he, he's doing the three-point contest. Zach right? Levine. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I man, that's going to be... He, okay, if he did win, he's got to be the first one ever to win both, right? Yeah. I can't... I can't. I don't know anybody who's done it. Like, I'm rooting for Bertans Bertan, hard. That's all I want. I don't give a fuck about anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one, he's, yeah, he's a wizard. He's on your team. But also, just because we've been like... Shouting from the rooftops that, oh my God, this guy is just a 
laser. I don't care what you guys say. And it'll be, <laughs> I'm going to say it. He's the best shooter in the league. You already said it. I, he's oh, the yeah. best shooter I've ever seen in the wizard in the wizard, wizard uniform. I'm t- like if he was on a, a a better team, he would get so much play as just being like it's automatic. He pulled up from 45 the other day, like it was nothing. <laughs> like it was nothing. Was that then, last night or was that Saturday? Do you just want to see him shoot around or like last night? Yeah, it was last night. I do, that's all I want, <laughs> dude. When I was when I saw that thing of him and Bradley Beal just shooting around and him five feet behind him and still just draining him like on Friday or last night he had those long threes and then all of a sudden I got a sports center <laughs> update of look at Trey Young and he was like five seven feet in front of where Bertans was draining it I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. okay just just wait all right that's awesome yeah yeah definitely rooting for him hard for sure um okay and um uh, I know this is a very small potatoes, but uh, Mo and uh, Rui got into the yeah. futures game, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, and they both just came back. Uh, just uh, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. I like Rui. It, it was already blown down. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. Um. Okay. So, do you want to move on to the diamond? Uh, we had, we kind of teased this uh, at the end of last week's episode, but Dusty Baker has been hired as the manager for the Houston Astros, and this is a conundrum. Let me just say one point. Dusty Baker unequivocally undoubtedly deserves to be a manager in Major League Baseball. Agreed. Two, if anyone can handle a shit show like this, it's Dusty. Agreed. Three, he's being given the keys Simply to dusty. a championship contending team again. Mm-hmm. But out of all the teams that he goes to, like he, they are going to be vilified. They're going to be booed for eighty-one games next year. Yeah, everywhere they go, they are going to get booed, yeah. and deservedly so, especially since none of these players are getting punished. Which Porter, I think, is total bullshit. Yeah, no, burn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> it's complete fucking horseshit. I assume in your industry that if you would have committed any a- any industry, literally <laughs> any of them, it wouldn't matter which one. If something like this happened, all of them are going down. Like it, you cheat on felony. you cheat on a paper for your midterm. Guess what? You're expelled from college. No other college is going to fucking take you. <laughs> you're getting a you know you're getting associates from Montgomery College. I'm sorry, you, you 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 know do insider trading. You're gone. You're losing your license. You do malpractice. And, and it, it, what the fuck? It's it's completely ridiculous. Like the fact that they were like none of the players, not one of them, and they all benefited from uh, financially. Mm-hmm. Other people. Uh, lost jobs uh, because lost of it. jobs because of it. Like it's it's ridiculous. They they is that one blue handled picture? it so poorly to just be like, no, you either are going to follow the rules, and and I think uh, uh, Pete Rose was saying it best. It was like he bet on himself, and I believe you guys were talking about it before when I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. He bet on himself for a game, and he's been banned for baseball. And uh, you got these players who admitted, and they found out that they did cheat. They were doing it for years, and they won a World Series because of it, and nothing happens. There's something horribly like fucking wrong, wrong. Yeah. with that fucking scenario. That makes zero sense. I think it's even more fucked up. I'm not even more fucked up, but along those lines, that they haven't even had to say anything about it yet. Like, no. The first time we're going to hear where's, from them where's, is, where's Captain Baseball? Where's Brian McCann? Is in a week. The guy that dictates how baseball should be played. Yeah. At least that's how he acted in Atlanta. Where's that guy? I mean, we haven't... They haven't... Didn't have their... Um, they're forking uh, like fan fest like a week or so ago, and 
I didn't hear any of them come out. And Did apologize. you say Forkin? Yeah. Nice. What what uh, <laughs> what year of the World Series was 2017? What? Like what number World Series was 2017s for the Astros? Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's now an asterisk and it doesn't exist. Nobody won that World Series. The Astros didn't win it. They never got the title for it. It's gone. Those players, 113th, ban every single one of them. You no longer play professional baseball anymore. All of them that were found cheating. Yeah. If you have to cheat to win, you don't deserve to win. Yeah, plain and simple. You don't I, play by the rules that everybody else plays by, and you try to manipulate the system to your benefit. Fuck you. That Sorry. substantially that yeah. you you know is wrong. You know what you're doing is wrong. It's illegal for what you're doing. You knew it was illegal when you did it. And, and they it's found even out, more frustrating. No, is I have zero sympathy. They didn't need to do that. No. Well, they're really, they're they're really, really take, good. They're really good. Like, yeah. Uh, hey, well, if, I mean, it's actually interesting. Do you see the report really of the <laughs> Astros fan that went back and watched all their games and counted up the trash like can bullets. banks mm-hmm. from that season? Uh, I was talking to Joe Arbus about this at the, at the Super Bowl party. Joe. Um, front of the program. Front of the program. And, you know, you could, you know, I know you've, Tom, I think you've said that Jose Altuve should give his MVP back. And 100%. Everything. But he was. Ryan Braun had to. If Reggie Bush had to give away his fucking Heisman, Heisman. Trophy. Yeah. Right? But. That season, Altuve had was one of the players who got trash can bangs the fewest, the few times. So he, was, so his numbers might have been actually legit. The most were Springer, uh, Bregman, and Correa. I fucking hate Bregman. Yeah. They were like through the roof. How many times they got, they got trash can bangs? So they're like, <laughs> it's okay. Juan Soto carried Altuve his bat. Altuve doesn't need it. It also wasn't. They didn't. I'm not, I'm not also in that one. It wasn't how many times they like. How many times did he hit a fastball? You yeah, know, because he didn't hear trash can bang. That's true. All, all the MLB did was just. Yeah, say I'm not, that it's I'm not okay. clearing his name, but I'm just saying. No, I know. That's it, all that they did. They didn't seem to do it too okay. much for. If you don't get caught, it's fine. And even when you do, it's fine. Yeah, it's complete horseshit. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't too, come down hard on it, it, it repeats itself. And and now Dusty Baker is being given the keys to this car. Right. Yeah. And so, one, it's well, already going to be before we go, go Dusty. Poor. The other thing too is that. I think I touched on this briefly um, last week. Maybe I didn't. But it's also hurting other teams. Right. Because think about... How can they properly evaluate their talent? Well, no. If, well, that too. But look, I mean, I mean, Dusty Baker was retired, so he didn't come from another organization, but there was a general managing yeah. position open, They're a manager position, hawk them and from then other two people. other managing positions, yeah. and a GM position in Boston. And... uh the GM position in Boston just went to one of the top guys in the Tampa Bay organization, and the owner came out and said, "He did, actually, I thought he handled it pretty well, but he basically, this is bullshit that they got caught cheating, and my organization is suffering because of it. I'm losing one of my best talent evaluators because this job opened up, which like good for him, but why do I have to suffer for yeah. this team cheating? No, I completely and these, agree. Like, these guys losing their job. So completely the agree. punishment has to fit the crime. Their punishment doesn't. Uh, and, I, yeah, I none. think, and I, oh, you know what it was? It was Mark Zuckerman talking about this on my work podcast. But he said they should be the Red Sox once they're found to be guilty, and the Astros they should have had to made either inside hires or hires like a Dusty Baker who weren't in another organization. Like another team shouldn't have to suffer because the Astros, like you said, it's a a key to a Ferrari. You you are basically you're going to be one of the team's favorite to win a World Series this year with that roster constructed. You should not be able to go take a, the best bench coach out there from another team, the best assistant GM, whatever it may be, because you these positions opened up. They're very 
highly touted positions jobs because the, the, the teams are the, so good and the players' silence speaks even worse. Yeah, and like and the, not, the first time we're going to hear from them is in a little over a week when they report to spring training. Man, and the Astros share the same facility <laughs> yeah. with the Nats border, literally fifty yards away. I love it. <laughs> Could you imagine though, Bobby? That would be a and then, show. And then adding Dusty there. to it all, and adding Dusty to it. No, yeah. So now back to all Dusty. Of them, all of them should be banned. Every last one of them. Um, if so. How do you not let Pete Rose back in after all this? Yeah. Poor guy. Um, what, are, what are those? I don't know, but I want What do these do? It's a folded pizza, but I just want it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dusty Baker, uh, former Nationals manager, obviously did not make it out of the NLDS the two seasons he was here, um, was not brought back. Beloved by the fan base. Beloved by the fan base and the players. Players liked him too. And I believe also Mike Rizzo. I think Mike Rizzo fought for him um, at the end of the season. Yep. Don't. Uh, it's it's tricky. I know some f- fans keep tricky, tricky. kept talking about like, well, he got fired. He, he technically didn't get fired. His contract was up. They just let him walk. They didn't bring him back. Um, so it wasn't like a vicious like, no, you're out of here. They just thank you for your service. We're moving on. Um, but he didn't get the job done here with the championship caliber roster that we the Nationals had those two seasons. Um, and then two years later, of course, we win the World Series. Um, like Tom said, I think if if he is he is probably at the top of the list. If you're just looking for a guy that is well liked and respected across the sport, he's an Andy Reid type, and yeah, exactly, <laughs> and knows the, how to handle the job, knows how to handle the media, knows how to. I mean, he is a fantastic, fantastic players manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If he goes on to win a World Series, I think I posed this, this question to you guys on the group chat with the Astros mm. in his one year here, maybe possibly two. Is that Dusty Baker finally won one, but with a bunch of cheaters, or is that yeah, Dusty? Or is that Dusty Baker saved Houston? So the thing is, I. I'm gonna be a Dusty fan wherever he goes because yeah, I really I, think he I think I do, I he deserved an opportunity to be to to remain with the Nationals as the manager, and but I hate the Astros not I mean not because of like that the World Series or whatever but just I mean how could what they did is just you know unforgivable right and so I'm going to be rooting for the Astros to lose every single game mm-hmm. and so then what's the uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yang yeah. and Yang, man. Yeah. I, 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 that's a tough one. Right? Because I love Dusty, but I never want to see the Astros win. Never. And I've always just, oh, I wanted, because even when I did not like the Nationals because of Bryce Harper and whatnot, I really, I wanted Dusty to win. That's like the, he deserved it. And he said it in, in his press conference. That's the last thing on his list. He needs to win a World Series as a manager. He's one run as a player. He has all the accolades as a player. Uh, I, I think he's, He's great in the Andy Reid um, conversation because, like, I think he's a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Winning the World Series will, will make that a 100% definite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would think, it, I mean, it, he deserves it. He's been around the game so much. He's given back to the game so much. Um, I think it would be really special, really good for baseball if Dusty Baker won a World Series. But like you said, if he does it in Houston, though, it's like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's an Why? interesting question. Like, yeah, does he, you know, 
Yeah, you won one, but asterisk because you won it with a bunch of cheaters. Or is it, wow, man, Dusty Baker just came into a hot pile of garbage and turned them into World Series champs and saved the day. You see Houston's all-time hero. I, I think I would lean more towards the hero narrative because, again, I think Dusty is the perfect guy for this scenario. He can put out this fire um, and have this team focused and ready to go uh, on baseball. So well, which I, is annoying because then the, the Astros yeah. can be liked again. <laughs> exactly. Like, so it's a lose-lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they cheat, don't get punished for it, and then win again. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Dusty's going to come in there like Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera took out the ping pong tables. Mm-hmm. Dusty's like, all right, give me these trash cans. Give me these trash cans give and TV monitors. It's not our trash can. Dude, it's not <laughs> our trash can. <laughs> um, would we be saying this is the same thing if, if they would have picked Buck? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd still, I for me, I'd be torn way more, mm-hmm. but I'd still say, God, I want. Yeah, you, you would feel how I feel right now. Yes, like, this, this is awkward, man. And Bobby, I can't. That is going to be a show. I know. Spring training this year, and you're going to be down there covering it, right? Yep, we'll be there. I'll be in West Palm not this Saturday, but uh, the fifteenth through the nineteenth. So, okay. are you and position- Sean Doolittle splitting a studio apartment together? <laughs> God, I wish with. <laughs> Yeah, Twin he, beds he come, and he, yeah, he can come share my residence in Hope Room <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> Hill Suites. Um, yeah, no, Smash it's gonna be asshole. It's gonna. So I'm actually kind of bummed What's that wrong? we're starting with the Orioles camp because I want to be there for day one because it's gonna be a show. Yeah, it's gonna be a national. But, media but the other thing too, to, though, is that with the Astros. I mean, yes, Dusty's there, and you know his former team is across the way, and his replacement won the World Series. Um, but with the Astros frenzy, they're want they they're gonna want to talk to the position players, not the pitchers and catchers. Well, maybe the catchers a little bit. Um, it's, but it's they're gonna want to talk about. True. So yeah. once they get there, I think probably later in the week or that weekend, that's when it's gonna really because everyone's gonna want to talk to Bregman, Altuve, Springer. Um, yeah, that's, so that's gonna be just nuts, dude. It's so funny. And watch. then yeah. and then yeah, the defending World Series champs. And then also they're inter- gonna play the getting picked without Rendon. Card. It, in in addition to that, Ian, um, Houston's coming to D.C. this summer, July 4th weekend. Fuck uh, yes. So Fuck that's yes. going to be weird because I, I would hope they do something nice for Dusty. Yeah, I think they will. But then, and, but then be uh, banging on trash <laughs> People are going to. I saw so many butthurt Nats fans. People are just going to be banging on everything. I saw so many butthurt Nats fans being like, mm, I'll give him a mild applause when he gets back, but nothing to it. I was like, yeah. And I was like, what? what? Are you kidding me? I don't think people are very possessive. I think even in which year was it? Seven. It might have been seventeen. Seventeen. They don't make the playoffs without Dusty that year. I don't or think sixteen. Well, they no, they were sixteen and seventeen. But um, I think it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's an interesting hire because obviously, well, cheating aside, but the Astros are one of the most forward-thinking, analytically driven mm-hmm. teams in baseball. There, there's literally a book written about it. Um, and that was one of the big things that Dusty caught flack for here was that he didn't really use... Damn, AD. Um, didn't really use the sabermetric numbers as often as he may have should have. Like, you know, how many times, Tom, yeah. did we have talk about why is Anthony Rendon batting sixth? Yeah. Um, and, you know, just because... Uh, AJ Hinch is no longer there, and the the GM isn't no longer there. Doesn't mean those players are just going to all of a sudden forget those numbers and stuff like. That. How is Dusty going to be able to convey that to 
those players, you know, you know, what if maybe, they, maybe this is the 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 thing he needed. He needs an analytically driven, you know. I mean, he's in his press conference. He's going to be and, open. I think he's keeping most of the staff okay. that he can, so those guys can probably convey it better than he can, and he'll let them handle it. But I, it's just, I think it's just interesting because that was kind of a sticking point as to end. You know, the, even the Nationals came out and said as much when they hired David Martinez. They wanted a more analytically driven manager. And Dusty wasn't that guy, and now he's going to the most forward-thinking franchise in the sport. Irony. Um, yeah. On so, so many different levels. So it's not just he's that – I mean, he has work to do, you know. It's not just he's there to put on a good face and, you know, try to – a PR move. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to turn this team around and be able to adapt to how they do things and but I, try, I think try to win my, a championship. my resentment for the Astros is weighed more than my – Love, love for appreciation for Dusty yeah. because of how unprecedented, yeah, the level they went right, and and the fact that they're not getting punished because if if Bregman and Altuve and all of them, you know, start the season with a fifty game suspension or some shit like that, okay, all right, I get yeah. it. I still don't think that's fair, but agreed. It was at least punished and it punished in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, so you're taking game checks away from them. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing, like Porter said, like. You know, they earned month. They earned bonuses by winning the World Series. They earned World Series shares, um, and they're not seeing any repercussions from basically cheating the way to doing that. Whereas other players, you know, lost jobs. That Toronto Blue Jays player pitcher was sent down to the minors after getting shelled by the uh, the Astros and never made it back to the majors. So, yeah, I mean, I think like suspension, fuck them, make them give up some paychecks. All right. So we're at the hour and 15 mark, and this is actually um, the topic I really wanted to get into. And Porter, it's going to be your time to shine. Uh, and, you know, everyone. Buckle up. Is we we are going to get. Um, so when LS, after LSU won the national championship, the LSU Tigers football team, they went to the White House to visit President Trump. <laughs> and uh, I believe there was a number of <laughs> alumni that went to, you know, ex-football players and, and what have you. Uh, Darius Geis included. Yeah. He went to the White House, got to meet the president. Got he has a, he took a picture with Mike Pence and he and he posted it to social media. It, so, let me say this: I, I, I don't, I shouldn't. You shouldn't be judged based off of what political party that you affiliate with. No, I in agree. my opinion. And also, if you want to go to the White House, go to the White House. Hundred percent. If you want to shake Mike Pence's hand, shake Mike Pence's hand. For me. If I'm invited to the White House, I don't care who's in office, I would go. If people feel otherwise based off of their, you know, feelings towards whoever's in office, that is also your decision. You are free to do so. Hmm. Um, I also feel it, it's kind of, of a, this is where sports meets politics. It is now a point where it just feels like a lose-lose type of scenario. Because let's say... Darius Dice, Darius Geis gets invited to the White House, but doesn't go and post something on it about on social media and explains why. Well, half of the country is going to be really pissed off by that. And then let's say he goes to the White House, takes a picture with the vice president, posts that to social media. Well, the other half of the United States is going to be pissed off by that. It's just I I don't know how to uh, how to well, what, the, uh, what to do. And you know I I also feel like and I, I said this about Kurt. Suzuki, too, who is also a beloved member of his respective team of the Nationals and, and guys being a fan favorite. If you, in fact, do support President Trump, 
vice vice president. That is your decision. Just know that you supporting him in a city that is largely vehemently not Republican. Um, just know that it, it's not going to be greeted with the utmost yeah, appreciation. The current administration's approval ratings in D.C. is something close to like 12%. Yeah. Like it's it's really fucking low. But I mean, aside from, I, I share the similar opinions. The problem is, is that when these teams are invited to the White House, regardless of the administration, if it's Republican or Democrat, it's a marketing campaign. It's looking at the fan base of wherever that team is from or the organization, whether it's the NCAA, the NFL, the NBA, or, or what have you, and grabbing photo ops and you know having a dinner and having the show. It's like you know having delegates in from other countries coming in and having a photo op. That's all that it is. It's an ability for the administration to legitimize themselves with another group of team and to congratulate them. It's got nothing to do, in my opinion, with policy or with policy or the people that are there or anything else. It's it's a benefit only to the administration and the people coming are like, I'm at the White House. I'm meeting the president of the United States. Regardless of I mean both parties do it. I, I think it's I mean, you already know my opinion about having the national anthem at sports. So, you know, going to meet the president because you want to a sports competition still doesn't make any sense to me, but I mean, I, I get it, but yeah, I mean, I can, I can see where the backlash from other people would have come from. And especially in this town. Um, and with that vice president, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, that's, I, I saw that and I was just like, <sighs> all right. Yeah. It was like, God damn it. Well, that's awesome. But you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go on the internet and start yelling. Yeah. Well, I think guys also did it the right way. Right. He came out and said, he yeah. goes, he goes, I don't care. He's like, I came yeah. from nothing. Yeah. If I'm getting, if I get invited or I have the chance to go to the White House, I don't care who's over there. Yeah. I respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. I do too. And, and I feel like that's what's frustrating about it is that it, it really is, in my opinion, it's just lose-lose. Yeah. You, you're not yeah, going you're right. to be able to win in that scenario. I, th- I think there can be a, di- a, you know, a separation from that and compartmentalize of, you know. Yeah, you know, I wish he wouldn't have done it, but I'm not mad at him for doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I would have you know rather not seen any Redskin with with that administration just because of my own personal feelings. But that doesn't mean that they can't. It doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, be the people on Twitter that like sure you know, all the angry white people burning jerseys and Nike shoes. But <laughs> fucking white people. The worst. I burned my I burned my guy's jersey immediately. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Just couldn't help it. Delete all those pictures too. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh shit! I got to change my profile picture. <laughs> but, you know, this this my only Twitter handle this only became a thing under the Trump administration. Uh, you know, going to the White House the, prior to that was not a. There were there were people. Uh, it was not. It was not, not to, to this. No, not all. to this degree at all. No, it's you give me Bush. More I'm gonna divisive. go. To, I'm gonna go to Bush. I don't get. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't. But I didn't, people were. Like I remember, I, I I remember my own in my own household. Uh, President Bush came to uh, Wooten because uh, our mascots were the Patriots. My older brother was an eagle is an Eagle Scout, and he that. was asked to stand on stage, and he was within arm reach of Bush. Uh, both my pr- uh, parents, who are very very devout fucking liberal Democrats, were not, you know, enthused by that at all. Um, not to say that they weren't telling him not to do it, 
But I mean, my, my father has a fond memory of, you know, meeting Bill Clinton and shaking his hand, um, at, a um, an event for, uh, Montgomery County public schools, I believe if not see the Montgomery County public schools or PG schools. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that, that scenario being like, ugh, yeesh, um, kind of a scenario. Like I, I, I think there were definitely scenarios in which that it wasn't publicized as much, or at least I don't remember, um, as much with Bush when teams would win and go to the white house. I, I don't, I can't specifically recall a, moments like this like uh, where it's not probably, like this I don't, I don't sure either. no not like this at all not like, not like no but it probably quietly like no nah, i'd rather i mean where entire teams are choosing not even to go correct like yeah. the, the golden state warriors went yeah. to visit went to president obama's house yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like you you look at and i i think this uh, when i was we were talking about it before and i i respectfully said i, I didn't want to talk about uh Rotten Gregory's this time because I just wanted to blow out the lines a little bit. Go for um, it. I was, if I was going to do one though, Grey's Anatomy. Guys, get into it. Okay. I've I seen it. I've seen the first like five Wait, hold on. Hold, 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 hold I on. loved it. Wait, hold on. I loved it. How did I just miss this? Wait, wait, wait. wait I wait. loved it. We just went from talking about <laughs> I'm going to come back. I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, do an offshoot and I'm coming back. I just wanted to get Bobby's attention over there. But no. Oh yeah, because Bobby's paying attention. Exactly right. <laughs> How many memes are yet? I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm reading stuff about the State of the Union. No, no. no. So, I th- I think to encapsulate why it's so fucking obnoxious is that the president today, uh, with his wife uh, Melania, awarded Rush Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom, yep. which notable. He was just given a terminal. Recipients diagnosis. of which uh, are most recently. Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden, Ellen DeGeneres, Rosa Parks, Aretha Franklin, uh, uh, numerous civil rights leaders. But the whole point of the medal is for it's the highest civilian honor given to an American citizen. And it's for the promotion of culture, arts, um, uh, civil rights, education, literally anything, just being an all around good person promoting uh, strong American values and promoting, you know, um, doing the best in their field and helping other people essentially is what it has been associated with. And when you pick someone like Rush Limbaugh, who is a known xenophobe, homophobic, uh, uh, conspiracy theorist that has used his, um, station and political, uh, connections to push, wildly fucking racist and wrong fucking uh, opinions to a massive audience. It is, it, it speaks volumes. to was like, Oh, this is the person you want in your corner to yeah. the more to the point of his listeners are now seeing all that. And they're like, yeah, fucking rush Limbaugh. just got these, just been to the white house and given the presidential medal, medal of freedom. Yeah. And then going into the state of the union address and uh, AP just released their uh, recap of it that I was reading, which is why I was quiet earlier, talking about how uh, as a true uh, reta- uh, reality TV star um, brought out, uh, he did a, a surprise overseas or uh, military member welcome in the uh, invited a military member's family and surprised them with his uh, husband coming back, awarded a kid a scholarship uh, to go to go to college um and uh what was the uh what was the other one he 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 basically he turned it into a fucking circus of a a you know hour long 
uh, campaign rally uh, where all of his sycophants, uh, uh, Republican counterparts, quote unquote Republican counterparts, saying four more years after blatantly and obviously and you pretty much across the board to anybody with a brain who, uh, you know, multiple different um, attorney organizations, our own Justice Department saying that he'd broken the law and just it's just it's maddening. It's absolutely fucking maddening. And of course, the result is what happened. And of course, you have people like Lindsey Graham saying like quoted at saying so many different things where he was like well if there's evidence he said in the beginning if there's evidence from quick pro quo then that'd be something very disturbing cut to two weeks ago when it was found out emphatically that it was a there was a quick quit pro quo and then trump's attorney saying that even if there was saying it over and over again i think it was like 80 times in their opening statement saying even if there was it wouldn't matter because it was the president and he was doing it in the best interests of the country that is the definition of every autocratic fucking nation and uh, dictator that has ever existed. It's so fucking bullshit. It's embarrassing to the point that I, I, I honestly think we're so broken as a country and so broken governmentally that we don't have the ability to come back because you have people I, I in think charge. The Republican Party. It's it's it's. It's 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 impossible. There's a difference between a Trump Republican and a Republican it, that no longer yeah. exists because you can't do it. All the people, all this, all the people who morally objected to what was happening, and I guarantee you they exist. I don't think they're all bad people, but I do think they're in such a position that they need to be reelected in the way that everything is set up now, where they need the funds, they need the RNC, they need those super PACs and that ghost money from the Koch brothers to be able to get reelected, that they fall in line because all of them are in hot contested seats and all the ones that were on the bubble were like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I guarantee you, if you look at their charitable donations that were given in the time frame, that they were fucking given money to say, hey, let's go to acquittal. And what they decided on was, well, he didn't do enough to be impeached, but we're really not okay with his behavior. Don't do it again, shaking the finger. <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. So he's getting the Astros treatment. Pretty much, yeah. He's 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 they're 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 washing it over. They're washing her hands. Lindsey Graham is such a piece of shit. Fucking uh uh, what's his name? The senator from Kentucky, the turtle. Jesus Christ! There's a a fucking fun place in hell for that backstabbing. Just unbelievable. Turtly enough for you? (sighs) He's definitely turtly enough. (laughs) And it's I, I it's it's just I'm so I'm so tired of it. I'm so just unbelievably frustrated. Then you've got the Democrats who don't know what the fuck they're doing, who have no ability to come back and fight this (laughs) What are y'all doing? Like, for people who, and and I think the newsroom said it the greatest, it's like, for people who say they're so fucking smart, why do you lose all the The time? time. (laughs) And you you can't even... You're you're the dem you're the party of of millennials and you can't figure out how to use a goddamn app to tell people how many times Facebook can count into the hundreds of thousands of likes and the difference between a likes or a smiley face or a frowny face or a fucking you can't determine if someone voted yes or not in a fucking app and then <sighs> you have Porter. all five all five Democrat leaders uh uh. Biden, uh, Buttigieg, uh, uh, Warren, Sanders, and the other one I can't fucking remember, uh, are so evenly split and have their own fanatical parties that they're it's basically a giant green party. And one doesn't want to go to the other, and there's no unity. And you've got these old fuckers that don't want to just step aside and let people fucking who have a legitimate chance 
try and make something of this. Like for me, and a lot of them are what they were talking about when they were pulling uh, Iowa caucuses is that they don't care who it is. We want someone who legitimately can beat Trump. That's all we need to do. We need to get the right people back in government, start putting these positions back in place into federal government uh, uh, directorship that have been vacant, start correcting all this government uh, uh, people who uh, electing a district court judge, judges like right the ship, get someone in there that can win. And when you think of people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, who on their merits want the best for the country, and I believe it, but they, they're so polarizing, I don't think they can do it. And you've got touchy Joe Biden running yeah. around with a litany, a litany of footage on YouTube and everywhere else of him doing so much ridiculous shit. And you've got that bright, it's, shining star, Mayor Buttigieg. It's, uh, he, oh, imagine. Ian, imagine for me an actual military veteran who didn't run away from a war, actually volunteered for it, then decided he wanted to better his own town by becoming mayor. And oh, by the way, he happens to be an open homosexual and he beats Trump. That would be the greatest (laughs) fucking thing to ever happen to the United States since ever. (sighs) He's 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 so untouchable. I'm waiting for the other boot to drop, but literally he has been campaigning for two fucking years and they haven't found shit. That's impossible. Yeah. (sighs) I love it. And he's the most moderate of all of them. It's ridiculous. And I think it's going to take someone moderate. Yeah, it has to. It has to. If you want to swing the the independent voters. No, this fucking democratic socialism shit is not going to work. No, no, no. It's not going to work. Far right, far left. Maybe give it it like 50 years, maybe. But you're you're talking way too fast. I also feel like we're we're seeing a turn where uh, um, Trump's approval ratings rising in in black voters. Where the fuck did that happen? What? His popularity increased because the um, unemployment's at an all-time low. Those numbers are not; they're they're never accurate, but they're always used to toit a um, yeah. It, sure, it's, it's, they, it's skewed to a lot. A lot of it has to do with the fact that they, I mean, I, yeah, unemployment is very low. The economy's doing really great right now. The S and P was S and P up S and P five hundred was up one hundred and seventy five points today. Um, it's not it has let me be very clear about this it has absolutely nothing to fucking do with president trump when he was elected didn't affect the markets anything he said whether it went down or bad didn't affect the markets i feel like the market has just stopped caring about what's happening and is trying to do their own thing interest rates are incredibly low which means the, the lowest lending, i've seen in my industry yeah it just it just went down again i know lending is at its all-time high and that allows companies to hire more people invest in more capital expand that means more jobs that means more people at work that means more salaries that means a bigger boost to the gdp that's why that happens it has absolutely and and by the way the fed is what who does that who was elected by obama who refused to leave his seat even though trump said he wanted to fire him and he respectfully said you can't <laughs> and he stayed in office until his. He said he's. I'm going to stay because these guys are crazy and they don't know what they're doing. So I want to stay on the stay at the helm while I can. So when they say all that stuff, it has absolutely nothing to do with him. And a lot of it of what we're seeing now, respectfully, is the hard work that the existing administration, or excuse me, the previous administration of the Obama 
coming from the crisis in 2008, making the deals they needed to do to forgive the loans that they needed to forgive to get the housing market back on top and keeping people from losing their homes. That's why we're in the position that we're at. And that's why we've had 14 years of growth. Um, that has just been okay. Insane. Okay. Boomer. <laughs> um, so I really think modern day politics are totally ruined. And I know millennials are always the first to be accused and blamed and shit oh, on constantly. Well, but, cause they're also the most uninformed. Hey, <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they read they read I'm titles I'm they read titles of shit and they 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 get but, triggered and then they but anyways they say the, things they don't the problems understand. that you have uh very eloquently explained oh thank you uh are all based off of what was based off of what people did that are older than us right our parents generation right and the and the baby boomers. Oh, i fucking hate that shit we were like won't you guys get a job i was like you've ruined our entire economy for the yeah. rest of my life yep <laughs> thanks guys yeah. we're not the ones that ruined everything right. so when it comes down to it, it's our parents' generation. Yeah, fuckers. So, okay, boomers. Sorry, that was my that was my two cents. Uh, if anyone work is listening, is yeah, please do. I don't think we ruined the Space Jam because they're breaking the second one. Yeah, it's not ruined yet, <laughs> but it's ruined. It's a lot of time. Uh, so uh, Trump refused to shake Pelosi's hand. Of course he did. They're claiming he didn't see it. He's smiling after the fact. Yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying she, they're claiming he didn't. We're, see in, it now. we're in the modern day House of Cards. It's so it's so petty. It's, it's so, so that's the it's thing. So fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, such. It's oh my God. we joke all the time. I half expected him to turn around and say like, "Nancy, you're looking lovely." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that's how fucking dumb this shit is now. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, did you see him like dancing and shit during the national anthem? <sighs> And then they cut it off right before he sat down in the middle of the national anthem. Of course he did. If any, if anybody absolutely believes, actually believes that he gives a shit about the sanctity of the national anthem, then I don't know what to do for you. Yeah. And then she ripped up her copy yeah, of the speech. Yeah, I saw that. And then when she when asked why, she said, uh, um, "It was the most courteous thing to do, considering the alternative." Which we were gonna hit him, <laughs> lighting on fire, maybe, maybe throwing. <laughs> <laughs> a ball and throwing they at both him. need to be separated but like <laughs> we always joke like the four of us especially like our um respective significant others always like make fun of us like as sports fans we're petty but yeah because we're sports fans that's the definite like yeah all <laughs> sports fans are petty yeah. but these are the people that are running our country <laughs> that are just as if not more petty than we are yeah more petty and we're sitting actually here see each other all the time talking too. about how much i hated andy reed of all people when he's with the eagles <laughs> <laughs> that's how petty i was man and they're refusing to do handshakes and ripping up pieces of paper in front. Oh, God. Yeah. I will say that sarcastic clap that Pelosi did that was before good. was hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. That was good. Mm. <laughs> it's like, could you ever hear sarcasm in a picture? <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So well, we're, I, I guess we won't, you won't hear from us for a few weeks? Nope. Not unless you guys want to give the new board a, sh- a go and mm. you figure it out. <laughs> One of these days, we'll do a, a file or in the computer. <laughs> Actually, you're right. Don't let Tom touch this thing. <laughs> HDMI <laughs> 1. <laughs> oh, my God. It happens like every day. I know, Tom, this is really confusing. Uh, <laughs> click, click. She says it to make him feel better. Uh, but, yeah, so I head out to spring training a week from today, and then portals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he's... <laughs> 
Finances. Finances. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> um, sorry, I can't in the Lakers game. I was just throwing the ball back to the court. Shit, I, Porter, I didn't ask you about Space Force. Wait, what about Gray's Wars? Anatomy? Or is that just a joke? No, no, no. I, I like Gray's Anatomy. Of course. It, but like, it where, jumps at shark. what, yeah, you know at what right? point? Like, yeah, no. I, it's at like what point in, in Gray's Anatomy seasons. are you? Uh, so I jumped in randomly at season 14. That's hilarious. Get the fuck out of here. That's hilarious. And then I was okay, like. Okay, now I know. No. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. You're, let me you're, talk. Let me talk. You're decrediting your entire Ryan Gregory's bit. We got to go through here. Let me talk. Okay. You spoke for 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Literally straight. You guys have been talking for two hours. <laughs> about it's a nothing. Yeah, about nothing. Between three people. You guys hear, you guys hear that bird? K-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-S. I was watching season 14, and Elaine was like, you should start from the beginning because you don't understand any of this. And I was like, well, if this is good, I guess I can try that. I was just like, this is entertaining. But I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Started season one. I was like, yep, nope, I'm in. Is it great? Isn't she's not even in it anymore, right? <laughs> no, she is. Ellen Pompeo's is still mm-hmm. in it. Oh, okay. Yep. No, wow. I, I used oh, to wait. watch the show. No, it's McDreamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And McSteamy. Mm-hmm. 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 Watch from the beginning. The first like six, seven seasons are really good. I don't even, and then I really I won't even go there. The plane crash. Whenever the plane crash was, that's when it shut the fuck up. <laughs> you started in season fourteen. You I already up. know about the plane crash. Was McDreamy in it in fourteen? Uh, no, 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 he no. did. When did he die? I say you, he did. Mm, I'm gonna, I don't know. A while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like, probably, I'm gonna say season eight. Halfway. Nice. Yeah, so like halfway. So, yeah, seven or eight, probably. Yeah. If you like season four, you just got your love blinders on. It's crazy. Yeah. Watch from the, it's actually, the first handful of seasons are good. Yeah, I, I can't believe what I'm that. hearing. Like, I, I, it's actually not bad. Yeah, I liked Grey's Anatomy. It was I'm, intense. I forgot. I didn't have cable. Also, I like these kinds and of I, shows. There was like five box sets. I love the OC. OC, by all accounts, is a garbage television show. OC is a great fantastic. show. OC, no, I couldn't do OC. Dude, it got me at military school. <laughs> I'll like, watch anything I'll military say, school. But what happens? <laughs> I can't sleep. What is class? It's just this troubled youth. Yeah. Uh, I can relate to them so well. He was abandoned, <laughs> Ian. I know. That poor guy <laughs> in the OC of all places. Oh, what a rough life. <laughs> he had to ride the bus. <laughs> um, so, all right. But yeah, so taking a couple of weeks break. Uh, I go out to spring training a week from today and then come back the following Wednesday. So we might get into more baseball in two weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Obviously, we'll also be talking plenty about the draft as we get closer to that. Oh, yes. Um, Chase Young, please and thank you. Um, Caps run. Wizards, I mean, the NBA. Ovi. Tra- tra- we didn't talk about Ovi. Yeah, Ovi. Hat trick again tonight. MBD. Three hat tricks in six games. No big deal. No big deal. Is that good? Uh, what does that mean? 17 goals in nine games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Trade deadline for the NBA is in two days. I, I, I think the Wizards are going to stay in pat. If not, go for Tristan Thompson. We didn't I, which I think that. is really stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so, yeah, Maryland, number nine in the country. They have a big game against Illinois coming up. They got to win against Rutgers. Tonight. I hate Iowa. Sorry. Fuck Iowa. The whole state. They're really fucking know how to use an app. app. Well, apparently, yeah. Um, so, yeah, plenty of stuff coming yeah, up. It was on, a coding uh, issue. It wasn't their fault. On PMIC. Um Especially a bunch future. of boomers trying to hook up an Apple TV. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, it's not easy. 
You can give us a follow. Especially if you don't have a remote. You're screwed. You're screwed because even if then you get the app, you need the remote. Yeah. And then you got to sign into a computer. Who has that anymore? I don't. Computers? Um, so yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks unless you guys can figure out the new board. Um, give us Not a follow. Anything. We'll let Tom do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no shot. Uh, <laughs> I was literally guessing. I was like, please be either that one or the or the not that one. Push it again. Press that one. No, again. no, we'll just, uh, just stop it. What are you looking for? Uh, tickets? That one. It was yeah. <laughs> At PMIC podcast on social media. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Give us a follow there. Spread the word. At Tom underscore Natalie for Tom. At Ian underscore Foster 21 for Ian. At Bobby underscore Blanco for me. And at Greg, you're really mad. <laughs> <laughs> I fought for nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. <At> Gre- <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Say that sound bite. Uh, <laughs> 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 Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. On that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Enjoy. Um, Everything leading up to pitching catchers and keep, keep an eye on the Nationals and the Astros and see what goes on in the next couple of weeks. That we should be pretty interesting. Uh, for Greg, Ian, and Tom, I'm Bobby. We will catch you later. Night. I'll watch you Sunday. Bye-bye. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Screw you!